Joining me now is former New York Islander and Hockey Hall of Famer Mike Bossy. Mike, thanks for coming on the program. You're very welcome. My pleasure. Mike, this season you were brought back into the organization by, by owner Charles Wong, and I certainly want to ask you about your current role with the team. But first, I'd like to take you back to the 1977 NHL draft, where actually the Rangers passed over you twice. You end up being taken 15th overall in the first round by the Islanders. Had you ever even heard of Long Island prior to being drafted? I mean, as a 20-year-old kid, do you remember what was going through your mind at the time? It's, it's funny. It's really funny you mention that uh, about Long Island because, no, I'd never heard of Long Island <laughs> before that and uh, obviously had, had seen uh, the New York Islanders play uh, on TV uh, before being drafted by them but really didn't know what Long Island was as uh uh, and uh, you know, associated it with uh, with New York, and uh, was was kind of wondering when I got drafted. I was sort of anxious to get down here, right? And uh, and see what uh, you know what team had drafted me, and what uh, what Long Island uh, actually was. And and when I did get down here, it was uh, it was sort of love at first sight because uh, you know uh, Long Island is a lot like uh, like back home. Uh, in in Montreal, in the in the suburbs of Montreal, where where I came from and where I lived back then, so it was uh, it was a pleasant surprise, and uh, I was uh, I was really excited when I came down here the first time. I mean, it must have been tough as such a, a young kid, twenty years old. Did you even speak English at the time when you came here? Oh, absolutely. I I, I my first uh, my first language is is English. Oh, okay. I, uh, I spoke French, uh, fluent French back then, but uh, my first language was English. Uh, so it was it was quite. Uh, so you didn't have the uh, language the, barrier then coming over here. Yeah, well, it, it was a language barrier for my wife because I got married that first summer that I got drafted, and and coming down here uh, right after training camp, my wife didn't speak uh, a, a lot of English, so it was a, a culture shock for her uh, at the start, for sure. Okay, well, you get to Long Island, you're, you're paired up almost immediately with uh, Brian Trotche, and you, of course, go on to have a, a phenomenal career, which unfortunately for you and Islander fans was cut short by the back issues you had towards the end of your career. But you, you score 53 goals in your first year. Uh, in fact, you had 50 or more goals in nine of your 10 NHL seasons with the Islanders. In 1980-81, you had 50 goals in the first 50 games, which was highlighted when you got two goals in the final four minutes and, and ten seconds of the 50th game that year. Uh, and, of course, everyone on Long Island remembers the four Cups. 1991, you're elected to the Hockey Hall of Fame. With so many great memories as an Islander, is there any one moment in your career that, that stands out more than another? That, that's another question that I get asked uh, a lot, and it's pretty hard to pick out one. I'd, I'd say that uh, I, I probably group everything into one package, and and uh, both as uh, a member of the New York Islanders and uh, as a player in the National Hockey League, and and they would be the four Stanley Cups, obviously. Sure. You know, I had the opportunity to play on a, on a fantastic hockey team uh, with a fantastic bunch of guys, and uh, it certainly was uh, an honor to have uh, been able to play with uh, with the New York Islanders. And on the personal the personal side, I I always took uh, great pride in in the consistency that uh, that I had as a player so the the nine consecutive uh, 50 goal or more seasons uh, are what stand out in my mind was there anyone that you considered maybe the best player that you ever played with on all the Alder teams well you know I played with Brian Trotche for uh, close to 10 the 10 years that I played on on Long Island so there's no doubt that uh, 
playing with Brian was uh, was was quite a thrill. Uh, he was uh, not only a, a great hockey player, but uh, he was a great friend and, and still is to this date. So, uh, you know, uh, Brian has to stand out as as being uh, you know the best friend I had on the team. And, and there's the so many great players on those teams too. So it must be tough to pick just just one. Well, yes, uh, absolutely. And you know, if you if you look uh, if you look too at um, you know, at, at, like you said, the other players that were on that team, uh, you know. Uh, so many Hall of Famers. Fontaine, yeah, Clark Gillies, Billy Smith, uh, you know, Bobby Nystrom. I mean, it, to go down the list is, is like naming the who's who of hockey on, <laughs> on, on Long Island and with the New York Islanders. Who is the toughest player you ever played against? I mean, skating down the right wing, did you ever look up and say, oh, God, not that guy again? Uh, well, there, there, there were a number of tough players. I, I really couldn't signal, uh, one out in, in particular, but there were, uh, there were a number of tough players, uh, in the league back then. And, uh, you know, be, because of the team that I was on, because of the line that I was on, I, I did, you know, get a lot of attention, uh, sure. from the left wingers that I played against. And, uh, you know, there were a number of them that were, uh, that were pretty tough to play against also. Do you see your game in any of today's players? Well, that's it's it's that's a tough question to to answer, only because uh, right now the game has changed uh, so much. Uh, you know, so much emphasis is uh, is on speed now. Uh, there's a lot less hooking and holding and and, and grabbing on uh, in the National Hockey League. So, uh, you know, the uh, the guys uh, the guys that uh, I you know I may not see myself in in. The players, but I, I really like Kolvachuk and I really like uh, Ovechkin. Uh, two players that uh, that love to score goals, they love to shoot the puck, and uh, I enjoy watching those guys play. The guys in uh, Pittsburgh are pretty good too, Malkin, and I don't know how much they they relate or are similar to your game, but Malkin and Crosby are also two pretty exciting players in the league right now. Absolutely, uh, you know, to uh, Sidney Crosby, certainly one of the one of the best players uh, in the league right now, and uh, Malkin is uh, is no slouch either, especially uh, you know in in his first year. And uh, you know, the 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 Penguins have uh, have a good nucleus of, of of players, and if those those two continue to develop, they're they're certainly going to be uh, hard to play against or harder to play against in in the near future. Now, since you retired, I know you were a TV announcer for the Quebec Nordiques for a while, and then you were actually the number one morning radio personality in Quebec. Well, I I, I was part of the a number one radio show in in uh, in Quebec for for about five years. Uh, I did the sports on that program. Uh, I actually did two shows. One was a a morning drive to work show, and and the other one was a a, a lunch hour show. So. Uh, yeah, I, I spent uh, quite a few years doing radio, and as a matter of fact, I still, I still do, uh, I still do radio now every day on on uh, XM radio at uh, a ten fifteen minute slot every morning at uh, at seven oh five, and uh, I do do still do a little bit of TV back home in in Quebec when uh, when I'm back there for uh, uh, for the time that I'm there. So yeah, I, I enjoy very much doing radio i enjoy very much doing tv and uh i you know accepted the the position with the islanders but uh you know i i'm i'm down here every other week so uh being at home uh during those other weeks uh affords me the possibility to to keep on doing those things
Now you're back with the Islanders, and I imagine it, it's got to be a good feeling to be back a part of the organization again. With your new position as uh, Executive Director of Corporate Relations, what, what is your role with the team now? Well, my, my role is to uh, is is to sort of take care of the uh, the uh, uh, sponsors that we have uh, with the team, uh, and to uh, go out and and solicit uh, new sponsors. Uh, you know, it uh, the hockey business is like any other business where uh, you know you're you're going out and continuously trying to solicit uh, new uh, new clients, and uh, I am. Very, very big into into customer service, and uh, you know, one of my jobs now is is to make sure that the uh, that the, the the people that we have are are being well taken care of, and the companies that we have are being well taken care of, and uh, you know, to to make sure that those people uh, will possibly come back uh, year after year as 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 partners with the New York Islanders. Do you have any aspirations to maybe one day coach at the NHL level, or maybe work in the front office as a general manager? Not really, no. Uh, you know, uh, I'll 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 let the professionals uh, do do the coaching. Uh, you know, the the team is in fine hands with uh, with with Ted, uh, and uh, you know, I enjoy what uh, what I'm doing. I enjoy my role with the team, and and uh, hopefully, uh, I'll I'll be here for a long time to to keep on fulfilling that role. Now, there was a little bit of controversy at the beginning of the season when owner Charles Wong let Neil Smith go. Um, Pat LaFontaine ended up resigning his position within the organization. Later, Rick DiPietro was signed to uh, an unprecedented 15-year contract. Still, with all the moves and everything that was happening prior to the season, the team has performed pretty well so far. Do you think at this point the organization has the stability it needs to succeed in the future in the front office? Well, it's funny that you mentioned the word stability. I, I, I really believe that, uh, you know, as, as an owner of the team, uh, Mr., uh, Mr. Wong, you know, has the, uh, the, uh, you know, he's allowed to make the moves that he wants and he's allowed to put the people in the positions that he wants to put them in and, uh, you know, it, it was unfortunate that uh, the Neil Smith uh, incident uh, came about uh, as much as it was unfortunate that, that Pat LaFontaine uh, resigned uh, after that decision by uh, by the team to let Neil Smith go. But, you know, things like that happen uh, every day in, in different uh, organizations all around the world. And, you know, I, I, I think that... You know, as far as the signing of uh, Rick DiPietro is, is concerned, uh, you know, Rick Rick made a commitment to Long Island for the next 15 years, and uh, you know, both both teams, uh, both parties, I I, I should say, uh, agreed to to be partners for the next 15 years, and I think that says a lot about uh, Rick's commitment to Long Island. It says a lot about Charles' uh, commitment to uh to to Rick and uh you know it's uh I, I think it's a it's a good marriage. Uh, uh Rick has is, is, uh, proven this year that uh he's getting better uh, you know and he's looked real year. good this year, particularly of late he's come on real well. Uh, absolutely. I mean you know he's uh, Rick's twenty five years old. Uh he he still has uh, many years ahead of him and, and I'm sure that he still has uh many great years ahead of him and uh, you know, as far as the team is concerned, yes, uh, the, the team has done fairly well this year. They've, 
had their 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 bad times, uh, their their bad stretches where uh, you know they they they've gone without a win. Uh, they've done good against the Rangers so far this year. They've absolutely <laughs> done great against the Rangers. All the fans uh, are happy about that, I know. Yeah, well, the fans are extremely uh, excited about that, and you know, it's it's uh, the the whole division is uh, is close if you look from uh, you know our conference from. Uh, from like fourth position to to twelfth position, I think there's six or seven or eight points uh, that separates everybody. So it's going to be a tight race right to the end of the year. And and uh, you know we we have uh, you know Ted Nolan behind the bench. I've been very impressed with what he's done since the beginning of the season. I think the guys are are playing as a team out there. And if there's one thing that uh, I, I think everyone has to uh, has to like is is the effort that uh, that the Islanders are putting out every night. And you know that's uh, that's that's a good sign, and and that's a good sign of the future for the Islanders. You mentioned Coach Nolan, and uh, I think he's done a really great job this year. And I think maybe some of it is the motivation after what happened to him being out of the league for so long. Uh, Yashin, in particular, seems to have responded well with Nolan behind the bench. What do you think of the job Nolan has done so far this year? Well, Ted's done done an excellent job. You know, uh, he is. Uh, I think one of the things, as I was mentioning before, the work ethic on the team is is exceptional, and uh, you know, sometimes a coach has a lot to do with that, on on motivating the players, on on treating them well, uh, making sure they're well prepared for for games that uh, that they play, and and I think Ted has uh, has performed well in all three of those categories. If there was one spot you think the team could improve upon, what area would you say that would be? Well, you know, I think everyone would like to would would like to have uh, a, a a great quarterback on on the power play, a, a great defenseman to go out there and, and be able to quarterback the power play and and uh, be just as good on on penalty killing because uh, special teams are so important in the in the National Hockey League right now and. Uh, everybody would love to have a, a, a great goal scorer, and uh, you know it's not to say that uh, that that Jason Blake hasn't done a great job this year. As yeah, far he's as been carrying scoring. he's been carrying a lot of the load because I know recently they seem to have been having a little trouble of late scoring goals, and and a lot of that has been falling on Jason's shoulders. Well, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, he's uh, he's he's played great uh, since the beginning of the season, and uh, you know, I saw. I guess that there are two categories, maybe. Maybe a, a quarterback for for the power play and uh, and another goal scorer. Okay. Well, Mike, listen. I want to thank you for taking some time to talk to me today. Um, I'd also like to let our listeners know that they can check out your blog online, right at NewYorkIslanders.com. Have you Have you enjoyed blogging? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I have. Uh, I have a great time just uh, writing down my thoughts uh, on the blog. And uh, yeah, I invite everybody to go check it out and, and at the same time check out the Islander website it's uh, it's it's one of the coolest NHL sites uh, in in the league there's there's a lot to see a, a lot to do uh, you know the Islanders have the Islanders TV right now uh, which which people can can uh, join join on to and uh, you know see a lot of a lot of neat and cool stuff uh, with the Islanders yeah, I've enjoyed going out there and, and reading your blogs too as well. I think it's a great way for the fans to stay in touch with with you and, and see what's going on with the team. And I think it's it's been overall a pretty good year so far for the Islanders. So again, I want to thank you for coming on Sports Talk 1240 and wish both you and, and the Islanders a, a prosperous new year. Thank you very much. Nice talking to you. Okay, thank you, Mike.